Hi guys, Alicia here with Caitlin and Dialis, and we are your host of Esthetician Edition. Well, welcome back, guys. Oh, yes. Welcome back to another scary episode in the month of October. Yes. yes we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up the October. the mysteries, the unexplained, the spookiness yeah. of, you know, skin. Just to be creepy, <laughs> yeah. but then we're obviously then later talking about fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. This is still fun, but it's like, ooh, you yes. know. Yes. So and thank the, you to everyone who has listened to all of our podcast this far yes Appreciate you for our first month. like and exciting. share them and rate them yes. and follow 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 so you could always see Fair when sure. we're about to drop another episode get your alerts yeah follow us on instagram because mm-hmm. we will try to match our posts with our topics so oh, give yeah. you guys even more insight so check us out yes especially if you're visual which <clears throat> i feel like a lot of people are mm-hmm. yes. i need to see i, I want to see what you're talking about yeah. yes show me that weird crustiness i know <laughs> like which speaking of i'm like we got a lot of little crusty disease things going on yes. and a lot of them are either unexplained or just not curable which is scary when you think about it oh yes. yeah so our topic for today is unexplained skin disorders yeah. disorders mm-hmm. yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah and we have some really good ones we do i feel yeah. like you don't think about this stuff and there's a lot more common ones where it's like it's not going to affect your life but it'll cause some inconveniences and then there's some that are like there is no way to like hide it it. yeah Yeah. and then it's like treat i mean i feel like again that also takes not a toll just like physically but mentally like having to deal with that stuff especially if you're dealing with something that's irritating you or yeah like discomfort mm -hmm, or you're feeling you know like you have to kind of hide away because it's something that's visible and you know you're just embarrassed about yes. it or something like that so and you could go crazy like the one yeah you, you can were go saying, into depression like and stuff one? oh yeah feeling like you have like things crawling underneath your skin or like you know like when you feel like a hair or a string pull against you like imagine that under your skin but constantly that and is nothing. that is the <clears throat> that is so i think more, that's the, yes, okay, so that's that the is one. the more gallons disease yes so you right. tell us more about that caitlin <laughs> yeah. all right the okay so super creepy it's called more gallons disease and it says managing an unexplained skin condition so there's not a whole lot that i guess doctors have been able to like confirm as far as like treating this condition because some of them find that it's actually more of like a mental condition, which I think is really oh. fascinating. So, so it like meshes over to that. Yeah. So they think that it's partially tied to like people's mental health. So it says um, Morgellons disease is a condition characterized by belief that parasites or fibers are emerging from the skin. People with this condition often report feeling as if something is crawling mm-hmm. on on them are stinging their skin. The intense itching and sores associated with Morgellons disease can severely interfere with the person's quality of life. It says some healthcare providers recognize the condition as a delusional oh. infestation and treat it with antidepressants, antipsychotic drugs, cognitive behavioral therapy, and counseling. Others think the symptoms are related to an infectious process in skin cells. Further study is needed. So obviously, oh, wow. I think because it's rare, mm-hmm. they're not 
studying it as much as they probably could be. Right. Or have so as they're many just diagnosing it as a mental disease fit. Yeah. That is so. Which so is, I'm wondering, like, does that help or would it also need to be attacked like physically on the skin? Yeah. Because, like, is it mental? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess well, these I mean, are all I the questions. I feel like, too, if, if it, they're dealing with some mental illness, they're feeling these things in their skin. And so they're just picking wherever they feel. It, and so yep. they're creating their own sores. Yeah. Right. So is it and technically scarring and the disease itself or is it actually them just, you know, really just like a side effect and of picking it. at their skin? Yeah. Because yeah. it says the signs or symptoms, um, mm-hmm. skin rashes or sores that can cause intense itching, crawling sensations on or under the skin. A lot of times it's compared to I mean, like insects I would definitely moving. go crazy feeling that. Oh, you know what it makes How me long? think of? What? You know the mummy? Like the, the movie, movie, the mummy, the yeah. bugs. Mm-hmm. Ugh, like that's what that makes me think of. Like, like the, the bugs that they would like have like feed Ugh. on people, but how they'd go into the their beetles. skin and they're like the beetles and they'd crawl on them. Even talking yeah. about Ugh. it makes your skin feel all weird. Like so. you do feel like there's something there already. <laughs> yes. So imagine yes. now, like, I mean, I'm going to tell you guys right now. I can't believe I'm like saying this, but I've had some encounters with cockroaches that have touched my skin. There, I said it. Like <laughs> one, like crawled on like me, and the shower. The city, the, oh. the, the city and state that we live in, <laughs> it it happens. Because finish yeah. telling your story, and I have one for you too. Oh my god! I just need to say, my husband is from New York and lived in the city, and like moving here, he says he. He was like, y'all's cockroaches here, like, fly, come at you. Like, we're not scared. Flapping their wings, huge. And I'm like, I thought everywhere had cockroaches like that. And he's like, no. He's like, the ones in New York are like the little small ones that are in apartments and things like that. Like the wimpy ones. We got like them Texan. Like (laughs) Everything is bigger in Texas. For real, when it rains, you know how they go out there? They're like, they come out. Yeah. Yeah. So one time I was in the shower and like one called up. Me and I just need to say that sensation alone Whoa. was the worst thing I've ever experienced. Yes. So thinking of that all over my body yes. and constantly that <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine. I feel like horrible for people. When you could see how like, they would want to pick at themselves. Yes. And- how do you even distract yeah. Do you I mean, even? just because you can't forget that memory of it, right? Yeah. It's forever embedded into your head. So anytime that you feel something brush against your leg, automatically you think, you think the co- fucking roach, right? I'm there yes. all of the time. <laughs> Literally all of It's crazy. Like the amount of times I'm like, is it? Oh, I'm no. Sh- I'm hope other people I've had, had encounters. one <laughs> fall on my fucking face when I was asleep. <laughs> so I remember. And it was when me and Aaron were first dating. On your face. I've, yes. I've been there. So, the you know, kind of like sucks, almost dude. into going into like my real sleep sleep. And all of a sudden I just felt something wet. No, no, touch no. my cheek. And so I brushed it across super fast <laughs> and I like get up like in a panic. And Aaron's like, what? And he turns on the light and there's a big one crawling away. No, and I was like, not. oh, my God, I think that just absolutely fucking hit my not. face. I really think that. That's what hit my face. No. And so I was just like, I don't think I can go back to sleep. I don't think I can go back to sleep. No, you can't. You can't. Because, you can't. So like, my mom, okay, so like real quick side note, this is has nothing to do with cockroaches. However, <laughs> thank God. Uh, when I was like growing up, we lived in this like little like town called Winnie, Texas. And like we lived on some property. <clears throat> so there's a bunch of like fields around us, uh-huh. right? So we had mice like mm-hmm. issues. And my mom oh. had just had surgery. And she's like laying in bed and she hears a little... 
like underneath her pillow. No, and no, she no. Like lifts up the pillow and it's a little mouse in her bed, dude. And she said, she, like, whatever pain she was in, like, left her body. So and she's she like, it was, like, yeah, she's like, there was like a good three feet, I swear, between the bed and the bathroom. She's like, I literally, like, levitated to the bathroom. <laughs> she's like, just flew. Like, and she said it was a tiny little mouse. But yeah, she's like, ever since then, she's like, I was sleeping with the lamp on, like, double checking my bed. I mean, no, that's <laughs> very, that's like, very close. Gross. Yeah. A mouse getting that, like, they're ballsy. You yeah. need to yeah, calm are. down. You are in my space and you yeah. still are gonna just... Now yeah. you're up in my bed, under my, my pillow. pillow. Where, like, part of she's like laying there, you know, and like she, you know how you tuck your arm yes. like, under the pillow? So she kind of felt it like that and she's like, what? Like she's like... I, I don't remember when right? I had a cotton ball <laughs> under my pillow. Yeah. I'm okay if it's... That. Like and I'm it okay moved. if it's like a, like a, I don't know, a cute little hamster or yeah. maybe but, a guinea pig. <laughs> okay. But like... Then it just kind of excludes the whole mouth like thing, right? like a dirty Little filled mouth. It's just know? once that tail turns from like hamster tail to like, like a rat. Oh yeah, ma- yeah. Then I'm no. like, but you know what? It's like a. You're not gonna tell me the little mice are cute. They are kind of rats cute. are disgusting. Yeah, little mice. Yeah, are cute. like rats. I mean, we lived in the city. Like they would just walk around the oh, downtown Boston. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm chilling. Like that. Yes, and I'd be big like, that's ones. gross. Yes. Yeah. But like little apartment, like house ones. Yeah, they're cute. <laughs> like you kind of don't want your cat no, to get it. You know? Or you're you like, don't want to oh. do anything like. I had one in my apartment in Boston and it was still a cute city one, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. inside, inside one. Like we became friends. Yeah. So I had a trap with peanut butter because <laughs> I wanted to capture it and let it go in the comments where all the other mice and rats are, right? <laughs> so never caught it. They're very smart. Well, my roommate got fed up because she was like, we've tried it your way, whatever. So she actually got traps. <gasps> I Thank God I wasn't there. But one weekend... It snapped so hard, it decapitated <gasps> it, and there was blood and guts everywhere. Oh my god, no. that's brutal! And she had to clean it up. Yeah, think well, I, she's the one who brought the. So trap she texted in. me <laughs> while I was away and was like, "Oh my god, you're not gonna be able to happen." And I was like, "Good." Yeah. You're like, Good. "I'm glad you picked up guts because you could have given me three to four months, <laughs> like really long time." <laughs> you were I could have caught it. I could. I could have caught it in three to four months. months. <laughs> we been going at it for like weeks. It just wasn't working. So they're very, very smart. Oh yes. All of that from being like. I know. Anyway, sorry guys. We're gonna circle back crawlies. to skincare. I mean, we promise. Like it's like scary. Yeah. Like, you know, crawly type exactly. of sensation. But no, I, yes. I, I'm very sensitive to feeling stuff. You know, like. Yeah. I and I'll freak out. I'll be in the kitchen and I'm like, Layla, there's a hair touching me. Find it. You know, yeah, like yes. take it off me because I will. I feel like I'm going crazy. Like there's something touching me. There's something touching me. You yeah. know, and so but I can feel it. Imagine that. Yeah. Totally freaking out when there really isn't anything there. I also but I know do, I shed. So I know it's my hair. You're like, it's going to be fine. It's mine. Attached to my clothes. Sorry. I was like reading about that. Morgellons. Uh huh. So like the CDC. I guess tested like 115 people with the disease. Okay. And um, refers to like unexplained dermatopathy. So nothing. And, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And it said, it, it said it showed that most of the fibers in the skin sores could be explained by repeated itching and contamination by fabric fibers rather than fibers emerging from the skin. So, so like again, like are they causing the wound, and then like fiber from the clothes is getting like into their and skin? because of the type of wound, it's like sensitive and it's creating that like sensation. Maybe right? I mean, like isn't that weird? That is literally. I mean, I always think about it, and it is scary to think. And I, we always say this: like, there's like a billion people on this earth. Yeah, there's no way that there's not going to be some random. 
percentage of something that's always that's gonna have something that you just cannot explain explain yeah. that yeah. it's like what causes it random what even yeah. why mm-hmm. why well there's so many like little like we're exposed daily to so much like bacteria yeah, you can't and, pinpoint like, like is it free radicals I mean like staph like yeah. staph is like in the body like on everything <clears throat> yeast like you know like all these things like we're literally carrying with us daily yeah. and then it's interesting like why sometimes <clears throat> it chooses to like become a disease yeah like why like, does it morph into yeah. that what caused and, it like, the one thing about disease I heard this one time like on some I don't know something thing I was watching but like the term itself like literally means like dis-ease and then you put it together and it's like disease oh, right what you're but it's like yeah. a dis-ease of like the body yes. you know Ooh, and that's so like nice. I always thought that that was like kind of interesting yeah. like that like term you know because it really is it's like it's a disruption like right. in the body and, and i always yeah, say too like our really body like does what it wants Actually, when love, it wants i love that yeah. what'd you say like, like our body does what it wants when it wants yeah. like you really can't explain you know the things that you know technically will occur you know like, yeah. and that's always what freaks well, like, me my out my brother and i were just having this <clears> conversation <throat> of like i heard someone say that like if we were to actually go back like in time like let's say 1800s like uh-huh. not not the 1900s but past that so the the microbiomes were different mm-hmm. and so they were saying that actually a lot of us like would die because of the way that bacterias apparently have like changed and evolved what we're used to obviously a lot of us like have had vaccinations yeah to like a lot of diseases that we know like have come about mm-hmm. you know, whatever and then mm-hmm. but they were saying like yeah if you were to be born like 1700s 1800s oh yeah they didn't that, have a long lifespan <clears throat> yeah and just and that even even though we have had these vaccines and blah, 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 blah. It still doesn't matter because the actual like bacteria <clears throat> overall were different. So they were saying that like some people, like if you sent 10 people, maybe only like one or two would maybe actually like survive during that time because mm-hmm. of just how different like the air, the like just everything, everything was. Oh yeah. yeah. Isn't that interesting though? What are, what are people going to say in like a yeah. hundred years from now? Yeah. Right. We were so barbaric. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think about that all the time. Like when you read things from the past <clears throat> and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like what are they going to say? about us like yeah it's just yeah. gonna be so funny or even our yeah. kids like what yeah. are they gonna tell us yeah you're gonna tell us nothing <laughs> yeah we were the, the coolest and the best yeah um, okay revolutionary <laughs> that's right <laughs> well hopefully i mean some i feel like you know with development of things hopefully there could be more it just has to i guess be more of like a need for it when there's like a very small amount i feel like there's not a lot of things people feel like they can do they're kind of like oh haven't really seen a lot of these cases don't really know what causes mm-hmm. it but let's try this or you could right. do this but nothing's Trial ever like error. confident yeah so maybe well, I mean, I'm like, I don't hope pe- more people don't get it, but I feel like if it comes to the point where there's more common, case studies, mm-hmm. then yeah. maybe they're able to do that. I feel that way with a lot of these. I kind of wonder, like, why there's not more study on rare diseases. I get because, like, there's rare. I mean, I understand like, they're rare, so maybe the opportunity to study them isn't right. as much. Mm-hmm. But then I also feel like, but, like, what you do know... Because I really wonder how much of, like, these rare ones, like, really actually are tied into more common like symptoms or mm-hmm. like things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they derive from certain <clears throat> things or like like that aspect of Or like of different it. strains mm-hmm. or strains well, of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that. You yeah. Know, because everybody's body will handle it differently. True. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I totally, totally it's agree so with really that part. But I guess that's why we think that way because it's like, 
we have to even be that way in the treatment room. Like people will come in with like some stuff. I'm like, oh, I've never seen that, you know? And then Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, let's try this. Try it here. And skin disease to me is such a like testament to just how like alive your skin is. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Because it's like, it's the largest organ and like we forget that it's an organ. And it's more than cosmetic. It's on the outside. It's so much more Mm -hmm. than cosmetic. Like people just think like my texture, my this. Like no, it's like how does your living organ. Yeah. How do you respond to wounds and cuts that's why in our mm-hmm. console well, and like, your yeah. skin is the first indicator for a lot of other diseases in the yeah. body so i just it's so interesting and protects mm-hmm. like everything your Every- organs oh, like yeah. your mm-hmm. it's your shield love your skin man yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. take care of yourself Pro- protect it take for your sure vitamins. and with that being said <laughs> use good <clears throat> product medical grade yeah. skin better oh, makes the say. skin better well, i have another interesting um syndrome or disorder if you want to call it it's called arkel peeling skin syndrome so this one is a genetic skin disorder that leads to the painless peeling of the top layer of your skin so arco refers to the fact that the peeling is most apparent on the hands and the feet although peeling may also occur on the arms and legs it is usually present at birth but can appear later in childhood or in early adulthood the chances of developing or being born with arco peeling skin syndrome is incredibly rare, at least less than one in a million. Wow. Right? So here, the symptoms of it are excess painless skin peeling, mostly hands and feet, like I said, occasional peeling on the arms and legs. The peeling is made worsened by heat, humidity, and other forms of moisture and friction. So, so not like, even moisture will hand. keep their skin on. Isn't that crazy? <sighs> not even. <clears throat> and we, if no. we live like in an area like that. Yeah. So other, of course, symptoms may include blistering, fragile, itchy redness of the skin, um, hair that can be plucked easily. So like, I guess, you know, you're picking at a hair and it just kind of comes out super duper easy. Oh, like pluck with your fingers. Right. <laughs> just, oh, I just pull it with my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but the risk factors of arco peeling skin, this one, it has to do with something like an enzyme called transglutaminase. It's a long word. <laughs> we'll have to put it in um, I know, I'm always Instagram. So look, everybody, you try to pronounce yeah. this one. <laughs> Sound it out. Um, That's always what I say. So this, it, it reduces the production of that long word, <laughs> which allows the outermost cells of the epidermis to separate easily from the underlining skin and peel off. So the peeling, like I said, again, is most noticeable on the hands and feet. And I feel like that's because that's the most exposed area mm-hmm. of the body. The biggest risk factor is being born to both parents with mutations in this specific gene that causes this disorder. So I, that's curious to see, like, a child being born from two parents that already have this disorder. That is so. They, so the, the likelihood of the kid having it is obviously higher because it's um, it's not saying it? that it's the likelihood of the, the child having it. It's just saying like bigger risk factors. Okay. If the parents both had it. Okay. Yeah, because hmm. like double whammy of it. But also like what a even that in itself is like the percentage of that happening has got to be like what one in a right? million. I would say yeah. too, just like how now it's still like kind of one in a million. Be. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean, 
I know for us, you know, in treatment wise, we force appealing to people's mm-hmm. skin, you know, because we're trying to get to that, you know, faster cell turnover yeah. and, you know, healthier, brighter, flawless looking skin. But here being in the state where you're constantly peeling. And is that what it is? Like you're in a constant state of just yeah. that extreme cellular turnover. Yeah. So your so your cells are generating at a super fast. Super fast. But rate. like your whole life. So like from your birth, I guess yeah. to like because you know how normally yeah. it's like you start off with really It's almost fast like Benjamin turn. Button, but like different. I mean, like reverse. Like, like reverse, right? Reverse BB. I mean, like, B- B- Benjamin. BB. Yeah. 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 yeah, Benjamin Button. Like Benjamin like, Button. Yeah. <laughs> At first, that's no, it's I was not like Benjamin ben- Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Benj- yeah. Benj- I was thinking the Benji. Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like reverse Benjamin Button. But there's no pain to it. I think it just depends on like how how aggressively they're peeling okay so i mean there could be like a little discomfort maybe like itchiness um some redness they just tend to have more like fragile skin Mm -hmm. so just anything can probably affect and like how i was saying earlier like humidity heat moisture in the air will probably force them to maybe peel faster maybe yeah growing up there was like a friend of our family who um i think her little girl had um, I like a disease that was like that. And her skin was just so fragile. Mm-hmm. Like it was, she was such a sweet kid and we were right around the same age. And I just remember like, you know, even being younger and like knowing like as a child, like I had to be fragile with her because mm-hmm. it was like, you, you were so scared. Like you just mm-hmm. didn't know just how fragile she was. But like, I just remember she would always have like little like wounds on her arms, mm. on her legs, mm-hmm. and her like little hands were always dry. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it was something, I, I don't know what it was, but I feel like it must have been uh-huh. something kind of similar to that. Cause it's like her skin could just never quite heal itself, heal itself and create like that barrier that mm-hmm. it needed to like be mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm looking at the picture, cause they're showing pictures of hands in that peeling state. I remember seeing boys with hands like that in middle school. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it could be related to like sports or whatever, but just kind of seeing like that constant like dry, dry peely skin on the palm of the hand. Yeah. Um, I like the look of it. Yeah. So it just kind of took me back there for a minute, just like looking at these but little you know, hands. Like, I wonder like, so my brain goes like, okay, so like this person's like cells, like if that's the case of like this extreme like cellular turnover, I wonder like in terms of like studying that, if you could create like almost like a cure for like something else hmm. or like maybe in a cure in itself. Right. So like if you think of terms of like terminal illnesses, like stem cells, like things like that. Like mm-hmm. I always just wonder like, you know, if you study this and how the cells are like rapidly like changing, uh-huh. I feel how like to some it? degree yeah. there must be <laughs> something that could maybe come out beneficial, but maybe it, in the long run could even help someone just like with the disease itself you know yeah like i didn't mean to attack all that but it's gonna yeah like it covers yeah and kind of again like I'm, that's why i'm always like fascinated about these like rare diseases i'm like does anybody specialize right. in, like, rare? <laughs> i'm like i want to look this up because i'm like that's just i don't know i'm like curious to see what the pros and cons are with a lot of that stuff it's so weird to think of i feel like there's way more cons so i don't say that lightly because i know like if you're someone living with these right right diseases, how, I'm how sure you know uncomfortable and vulnerable comfortable. it makes you too yeah and everyone you know it's your skin we always talk about it even if you have like a lot of acne anything where you f- it's like that's what you are 
showing forward to people yeah. like that is literally how you represent yourself so i mean even just dealing with acne that's a huge thing mm-hmm. throwing in other things especially if they become like painful yeah. and uncomfortable I mean, i've had like severe sunburns where i had huge blisters yeah. on my back like I've uh, had that yeah so that's kind of like where like that state that they're in yeah. it's like that healing of a sunburn because it's that turning over, over. the cells mm-hmm. like and that's uncomfortable yeah i mean that oh, yeah. like that hurts I yeah, feel like I you'd have to be in like constant aloe and like just not even don't. Yeah. I'm gonna let me go back into it to see like treatment. So here, there is no cure for acro peeling skin syndrome. Treatment is centered on preventing skin damage and addressing symptoms as they occur. The first line of treatment for peeling skin syndrome includes skin softening ointments and creams to reduce skin peeling. So typically, the best time to apply creams is when the skin is moist following a bath. Hate that word. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. It's my least favorite. The preferred ointments include Vaseline or plain petroleum jelly, as other types such as cortisol, steroids, and retinoids have shown no efficacy in the treatment of the condition and can even cause adverse reactions. Mm -hmm. So if blisters develop, they may be lanced with a sterile needle and then a light dressing should be applied to prevent infection. So, I mean, it's... So you're creating something with a barrier. <clears throat> yes. So like Aquaphor Vaseline is going to create mm-hmm. that really yep. healthy barrier, keep a lot of yep. bacteria out. They can always wear like those socks or gloves. That oh, yeah, I've seen them. In, you know? Yeah. I, I read one time that the man that came up with uh, Vaseline or what is it, petroleum jelly? Yeah, in yeah, a sense, so yeah, Vaseline. that's what it is. Well, he got really burned. Um, he had like like bad burns. And this was like... We'll say like early 1900s. Let's just. I'll look it up real quick just so that we can have verification. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he, but he was burned really badly. And they, I guess at the time, didn't have like a lot of resources for burn victims. So he was like, well, I'm going to just literally put this like all over my body. And not only did it keep, because burn victims are so high for infection. 1872. Okay, 1872. So, so did he create petroleum jelly or he just was the first one to use it on his on himself? He like basically. So from what I remember yeah. is I think he was it had just came about and he was trying to like prove the benefits of it. Got right. It. He gets in this bad burn, like has this bad accident, gets like burned, like a lot of his body was burned. Burn victims, as you know, like are high risk for infection, getting infection in the blood, things like that. So he created a barrier for his skin. And not only did it like keep his infection risk like at low, like he really never had any infection issues, but his burns, like the skin itself, like really regenerated in a way that like you can't even really tell that he was ever burned. Got so it. he didn't have like that intense like burn like scarring like afterwards. the aftermath of yeah. it. The person that created it was Sir Robert Augustus Chisboro. Kind of looks like cheeseburger. Che- yeah, <laughs> Ches- Chesibro. Chesibro. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he discovered petroleum jelly and then marked it as Vaseline, <clears throat> and like, who oh, you see? There's just all these people look, who make these. I'm gonna look them up because I want to. I want y'all to hear this story. It's actually really, I thought it was like one of those cool, like useless fun facts. It's always nice to have those little fun facts. Yes. Did you know? Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so he believed in his product so much that he actually ate a spoonful of it every day oh. until he was 96. I've heard about people eating Vaseline. Yeah, so he yeah, he I've heard of a them spoonful eating every day Vicks. until he was 96. He died at 96 years wow. old. So he oh. lived a in long time. the 1800s. So that is a very long that, time. Yeah. For or that's sure. very old for that for time that frame. Time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. <clears throat> Did he find a fountain of youth? Right? That's what I'm wondering. Should I'm we be like, eating petroleum jelly? Yeah. <laughs> instead like, hang of on, guys. Well, then, I mean, when you think about it, right? I mean, here we're totally off topic again, but. No such you're thing, baby. <laughs> no, it's I know, true. Right? We, Never we discuss topic. everything. But it's like creating a coating, right? So much, we eat so much crap, right? Yeah. yeah. And ulcers. And like all these other ailments to our our intestinal Acidic lining and our stomach foods. lining. Yes. Would that create this protective barrier that that lining needs now again? It's like an you know internal I mean? humectant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that word. <clears throat> Anything <throat> humectant, I'm like, put it on me. Oh, will it create this barrier that I need? Okay, so he would demonstrate the product's efficacy on himself. Um, he would travel around New York State demonstrating his miracle product. In front of audiences, he would burn his skin with acid or an open flame, then spread the clear jelly on his injuries while demonstrating past injuries healed, he claimed, by his miracle product. To further um, create demand, he gave out free samples. So well, interesting. Yeah, he was his own guinea pig. He was. Everyone, I feel like, always is. It's like you uh, can you're go, right. Mm -hmm. You're right. Totally. Yeah, I'm like, you just have to because you know, with yourself, you take it a little further. Yes, we would never, obviously. With I mean, others. I explained this that once. Yes. You know about the whole actual force peeling your skin, mm -hmm. and today I'm in the state of healing from a chemical peel, so I know the sensitivity right now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, at least he's crusty, y'all. Oh, I'm totally crusty. <laughs> I'm talking about peeling skin, and here I am seeing the skin on my nose kind of flake away. Totally distracted by that. But <laughs> I, know, I forgot you did that earlier, and I was like, dang, her face looks like real tight and shiny. And then I was like, what happened? I'm like, oh, her chemical peel. Yeah. Yes, yes. She's going to blossom. Oh, yes, just give me a few more days, and I will be super smooth and shiny and bright, too. <laughs> I'm like, bright. I want to like, I'm going to do more research on this guy. I, we'll I, talk I about him like, later. Yeah, we'll have to bring him back up because I know yeah. for sure I, I read that more into it. Not just that he demonstrated it. I know for a fact somebody, that there was a reason somebody, why he created yes. it. Yeah, because I remember. <clears> um, <throat> well, because I remember like he was supposed to, like from what I had read, it, like it was like a real like life or death like situation. OK. And then like after that, like people were really like, wow, like this stuff works it has a lot of benefits and he had to have known that by having either you know a chemical burn or physical like mm -hmm. burn from a fire that that was going to create this protective barrier and help heal it without yes. like possibly scarring yes the skin itself too so i mean for him to start demonstrating it to sell his product yeah. he had to have i mean acid it. burns too yeah. i mean it's one thing to be burned by fire but like we're talking oh, yeah, about like, like intense chemical acid. yeah yeah here's let me pour a little battery acid on my arm and you know well, yeah let's see how yeah. it heals up even something like dry ice just put a hole oh yeah totally dry yeah, ice ones, remember they're like do not touch that yeah skin. i always just kind of wanted to <laughs> You know what I mean? I've done it before with salt. It was salt. so intense. Like, don't do it. It's yeah. like, we were dumb. As kids, we used to do that with salt. Oh, my. We would take salt and ice and see who could hold it in your hand the longest. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my God, my God brother and his friends would do it. And, and like, I swear they have. I mean, maybe not they now, but at scars. one point they had, like, scars. Yeah, yeah why? Kids are dumb. I'm like, what why? Why do you do that? Do? Along with all of that, though, like, I do feel like, yes, obviously there's those really, like, 
rare diseases and like they are very unexplainable, whatever it is that cause really intense things. But sometimes I think like it's even scarier or like more like, oh, kind of intense when it's something common that is not even that severe. So you would think like there should just be an answer for this, but there's not. Uh And this is actually my friend. She had this happen to her recently, which is why I even started thinking like, oh my unexplained. God. Unexplained. Yes, like yeah. unexplained things because that happens all the time. How many times it's like, there's no cure for it or whatever it is. So she started with like, this almost looked kind of like a rash like on her stomach. Well, it, when you showed us the picture of it, it looked like most a, definitely looked like a ring ringworm. It looked like ringworm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, okay, so of course I sent the picture. Yeah, so of course we all have to yes. diagnose it ourselves. You're right, right. <laughs> um, and it was just kind of like the area. And we were like, oh, it's ringworm. So I was telling her, you know, I that I think that's what it is. And I think her husband thought so too. So yeah. we're all like, we got this. Well, she goes to the doctor and they tell her that it isn't. So long story short, she they gave her cream. It didn't work. It kept spreading. Um, and then she saw someone else and they said that they had seen other cases of this before and it's called pityriasis rosea. So it's more common in like younger adolescent, which I was like, compliment. Yeah, <laughs> compliment to you. We're you're like, about you're to turn. young. <laughs> <laughs> and she's 30 today. Yes. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. But yeah, so she's still young, girl. You're <clears throat> still young. because yes. And it's her golden birthday because she turns 30 yeah. on the 30th. Oh, yeah. um, awesome. But because of this darn disease thing we couldn't go out for her birthday yesterday because it she was all it started to spread like the cream didn't work it became more she was like honestly it wasn't going to be a spot treatment anymore because it was all over my body so she's like i didn't want to just put this cream all over my body so that's when she went back and they told her it was this so they say it's non-contagious and it's an inflammatory skin disorder and it's mostly it mostly happens on the chest and abdomen and that's, yeah, that's where like, it started yes but it's a faint rash and it lasts about weeks to months also don't you love when they're just so vague <sighs> yes yeah, weeks you, to months. you have you know maybe five days to a hundred days literally it's like <laughs> weeks to months could be we don't know yeah we don't know i was like okay well that's always great so the biggest cause is inflammation though yes and it's it's really weird because it kind of they're like oval pale kind of pink rashes and it Uh does legit look really does look like a ringworm but when she sent me this little thing with all the information and we like googled it and stuff i mean yeah it looks exactly like what she has and the one that she originally started with now is like bigger Mm. and then now she just started getting a lot of them kind of going up her back to her neck area it started to go down her arms and they're like really small and now they're getting bigger And she just, they basically tell her that she just has to like ride it out. out. Yeah. She said if it still continues in a month, she's going to go and see a dermatologist. Because the first time she went to like a med clinic. Uh And then the second time, I don't know exactly where she went. But she got a second opinion. And the doctor was like, I've seen other people with this. And yeah, like he, but it's kind of like. It's very inconvenient. Mm, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like all over your body. She says it's not really like painful or anything. It's just annoying. Yeah. It's just that she like has it there. And anyway, we couldn't go out for her birthday mm. because there was nothing she could wear where it wasn't like showing. showing. And in my mind, I would think, God, isn't there just like a cream or That's what I was going to say. Like my mind goes to it? like, I know, I mean, I'm going to like kind of contradict myself a little bit here. <laughs> 
I, I 100% am all about my medical grade skincare. Let me say that first yes. and foremost, okay? <laughs> but when we're talking about like certain conditions like that, where it's like, like body? Inflama- body or like inflammation, and it's it's a little set apart from like your kind of daily skincare routine. Mm-hmm. Like I always kind of think of herbs and like natural resources, yes. mm-hmm. right? And my I think the biggest reason is because, I mean, what were people using before we had... Like the medical, the medicine stuff that we have now, right? Like manufactured medications. Okay. People were using herbs, natural remedies, pastes. And it's a great add on to. And I always think about like turmeric and like turmeric, CBD, like those types of anti inflammatory. Uh And I always think to myself, like, man, if we had more access to like CBD, things of that nature, at least here in Texas, I know other like states, they're rocking and rolling with that stuff. But I always think like the topical like paste like that. Yeah. I just feel like they still serve a really good purpose. You know, you could use like um, I, I don't know this for sure, so please don't go out here and like make your own like paste and stuff. This is just me like thinking in my like, head had to make what my you could use, right? Because you think about like turmeric and like yeah. how inflammation in the body alone is like a gateway for so many other like health issues. Uh, oh yeah, inflammation, inflammation is like the base of it all. Yeah, so I don't oh, know. Any, yeah. Anytime I hear like anti-inflammatory anything, like my mind immediately goes to like herbal remedies for some mm-hmm, reason. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's because they really do serve like a purpose. Yeah, and you can still use like your your topicals from your doctor, but I just think at some point like even then sometimes that stuff is so active and like maybe like a little too aggressive that I feel like Right, it, like it, it kind of bypasses it, it what it's trying to treat. Do, yeah, mm-hmm. do you know, I mean, I'm not again. I'm not a doctor. I'm not right. a medical professional. This is based off of like my things, common knowledge. I feel but like I it's just, okay to right. throw. I mean, what is the most side effect that you're gonna get from like CB? Like you're not gonna, you know right. what I mean? Like it's just gonna soothe the skin. Yeah, it's just good to yeah. add on to what you're already yeah. doing. Even aloe. I mean, aloe yeah, is like a natural. Really good one. Yeah. Cut a you can eat you can eat aloe. Uh-huh. Yes, so internalizing do it. Mm-hmm. it is really good. Yeah, because yeah. oh, I, I feel like a lot of it does stem from internal issues. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it really does come from the inside out. Mm-hmm. By the time it's you know come to the surface, it had been in your body for quite some time. I would say yeah. before it showed itself. You know, and a lot of that is tied to like your gut health. Oh, most so definitely. not to say that your friends like not healthy. Yeah, but a lot of like inflammation, a lot of issues in the body. They, mm-hmm. they all like ties back to your gut health some, yeah somehow some way yeah and of course like some when way. it's like oh what causes it it's like it can be caused by a virus or autoimmune disorder yeah oh, see an autoimmune big. internal issue yeah. yeah a lot of times a lot of things are internal but i always wonder because i kept be i kept asking her i'm like but like what causes it because i'm like okay like why now and yeah. It's like nothing really has changed. But again, so many like factors to things. And clearly it's something that happens if there's doctors that are like, oh, yeah. But it's it's like you were saying, there's like certain things that separate things from being like other diseases. It's like mm-hmm. the flu and like RSV or what is that thing? Yeah. You know, it's like the same as that. But it's RSV because of something else that it carries. Right, yeah. it's, just that it's like little- this. I guess it's not ringworm, but it looks like it. But it's like. There's no really way to treat it. And they say there's no preventative measures. But it's so crazy that how it's spreading so 
you know, far across her body, all yeah. the way up to her neck and all the way down her leg. Yeah. Moving too, like and that's arms. And arms. part yeah. of the body. A lot of that is connected to like your nervous system. Yeah. And then also if you're thinking like it's it's, it's starting on the chest and abdomen. Okay. Well, that's like your digestive yeah. track. True. All and I guess that. it does because it's so on here. Like, again, I know, right? My brain's over here like, I'm <clears> sorry. <throat> again, I'm not a medical We're little detectives But here, I know, you know, I know a thing or two. want to dive in and just kind of Yeah. These are just all the questions that haunt us. Like what is happening? Like what I is going on? I was more versed in that stuff. But yes. I just think it's, yeah, it's interesting. I think we have a another common one. Because you've told us a story a while back about some relatives. And I don't remember if they oh. were closely related to yes. you or somewhere down the line. A friend or it a family might, or something It's my sister-in-law's like grandparents. Okay. Yes. And so there's this thing where if you ingest too much colloidal silver, your skin starts to turn a little bluish gray. Yes. Okay. And then there is no going back from it. Yes, and there's, there's stop creepy. taking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a family, <clears throat> uh, even like <clears throat> out like in Kentucky or something. They were like known for being the blue family. Now, <laughs> I think for them, I don't know if it was colloidal silver. This was like actual skin thing, uh-huh. but it looked very similar. So my sister in law, her grandparents, they're like the sweetest people, and they both are actually very up in age now. And her grand. I mean, her grandpa, I would love to just like interview this man because he's been around like for forever, I feel Uh like. He's just lived through a lot. And he's almost like he's in his late 90s now. Oh, wow. Her grandmother's like in her 70s, almost 80s. So there's a little bit of like an age gap Gap. there. Mm -hmm. But either way, um, but they both have that kind of silvery blue like tone to their skin yeah. and it's just because they literally take like colloidal silver like every day like would drink it like they have like a big like jug that you <laughs> can buy like there's these big like it's like a powder gallon. no it's a liquid form oh wow it literally looks like like my uncle had some what are supposed to be the benefits of this so that it's people healing. Are... it's super healing is it like we the ointment so. the silver yes, ointment yes. but it's internally... like Cuts, scrapes, burns, blisters. I put silver on everything. I do too. But I didn't know you could ingest it. it. Yes, you can ingest it. It doesn't really have a lot of like negative side effects. I mean, it's for inflammation in the body. I mean, like I said, her grandpa, for his age and given like some of the health issues that he, obviously he is older. So, I mean, there's going to be some things there. But most people his age, I feel like are not going to be like like his cognitive like is is he's still very cognitive very in his sharp. thinking you know even like her grandmother i mean you know i just feel like there's a lot like they could have way more health issues, issues. than the, what they are and they just they really bring it they really swear by that colloidal silver and so i've heard I'll other people read this. say it's, that too i cannot pronounce it our Grial, I'm going to have to probably do it again, but it's a rare disorder that causes the skin to change color into a blue or grayish hue. The cause can be attributed to overexposure to silver. If a person ingests a large dose of silver or is exposed to small amounts of silver for a prolonged period, silver particles can deposit into the skin and stain the skin and mucous membranes bluish gray or slight gray the disease is not life-threatening but the discoloration of the skin can pose challenges in day-to-day life the pigmentation is permanent and almost untreatable the prevalence of argyle i can't even say it is unknown but i feel like the known part of it is the over ingest you know ingesting of the silver itself Mm -hmm. too so yeah, that's so where you it could take colloidal from. like you could do it like twice a week. 
or something like you can there's a way that you can take it almost daily uh-huh. or like every other day right, and you're not going to turn blue Silver. they were going in <laughs> but i think this is like just intense over, yeah uh-huh. like we're just like drinking like cup fulls here oh yeah. my every God. day but it does so like say we're really like ingesting it mm-hmm. here that using colloidal 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 silver (laughs) supplements like those for arthritis and diabetes and during certain surgical and dental procedures involving silver sutures and silver dental feeling so it could possibly create like you know a daily supplement to starting to turn the skin color or that you have these silver fillings or linings or whatever implants in your mouth your body's absorbing that silver oh that's interesting yeah you can use it in your eye like they make colloidal silver like drops and like if you ever get styes in Mm -hmm. your eye or like I mean, you probably could even use it like in Timmy's ear. Mm, like, maybe. honestly, I mean, you could almost use it for like anything. Everything. I yeah. feel like that is so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of going back to the whole like, just because something is good, it's still like too Moderation. much of a yes. Yeah. People sometimes just think like too much of a good thing. Too much yeah. of a good thing. Like, because <laughs> this is great and it's like this beautiful potion that fixes all. I'm going to drink two cups yeah. right yeah. now in the city. When it was only we'll supposed all... to be a tablespoon. Yeah. 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 And it's like. A week. Yeah. 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 It's like, or we could just, you know, maybe do the yes. one spoonful that is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Don't yeah. In moderation. If any, that's like a good motto of life. Think yeah. about that. Yeah. Yes. You're going to turn silver. At least try to follow the directions yes. there, please. It's but like again, it's like one of those things that like again helps with like inflammation yeah. and like just stuff like that, which is so oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I have a joints. little bit of on my cheeks right now from the peeling of my skin. My cheeks are a little sensitive. So after I moisturize, I still put some of our silver ointment on my cheek to just calm it. I have given mm-hmm. everyone silver, like just oh, for yeah. anything, like <laughs> friends, if they have anything going on. One of my friends who had the rash on her mouth or whatever, I was like silver, like just <laughs> anything. My daughter has like a little rash patch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like rashy uh-huh. and it like uh-huh. scratches and stuff. Like everything, silver is great. Oh, oh yeah. And you could even, we have like those pillowcases where yes. you can even, like silver could be woven into yes. your. Yes. Um, there are like even silk. ones that do like the copper, like the copper yes. lines. Yes. Because it's For like healing. acne prone skin yeah. and things like it's, that. It's um, antibacterial. Correct. Yep, yep, that yep. too. So yeah. literally silver for silver everything. Silver copper. Yeah, <laughs> which and yeah, I mean, a lot of times, again, with acne and going to things like that, there's so many factors that go into it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't even realize it's because you're not switching your pillow out often, mm-hmm. you know, and silk is really important. It's really good for the skin. You don't want to start everything. It's like prevented. I'm like, you don't want to start aging and those creases. So having that and then like silver to help with that even mm-hmm. is like an extra add-on which we actually do sell those at nova aesthetics yeah so pillowcase <laughs> oh yeah we sell those pillowcases yeah we yeah. do pillowcases. Yeah. not yep. the silver <laughs> yeah. but the pillowcases we do and i've heard good things yeah. I've, I've had a lot of teen Layla uses them. um like satin yeah yes. i mean silk is kind of expensive so silk I mean, is i know so it is and go, especially go if it's at least like the woven with silver yeah. it is gonna yeah. be a little bit more but it's an investment you should take for your skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, All the it extra pays steps. off in the like. I think what you invest in yourself now pays, pays off, off in the long run. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Some people might think it's doing the most, but hey, why not take those extra yeah. steps? You know, yeah. do the things you can do. Yes, and then because then you're coming, you know, years later down the line, 
saying, I wish I would have known then what yeah. I know now. Because think about how many of our patients say that now. Oh, yeah. I mean, so many, even oh, like our generation yeah. was like yes. still tanning. But I mean, like uh-huh. to me, spray tans, for me personally, like from like my opinion, like I was never a big tanning bed person just because I'm white as all get out. And I like, <laughs> and do, you don't I, just, tan. I don't tan. Like I <laughs> I was like that girl that was like, you know what? I'm going to catch a little base tan. No, a I was base. like, fine. Yeah, I'm what t- is that? A base That's, tan. Girl, I love what people say. Yeah, that. Babe, what is that? Based, I was like, if I can get a little color now, I won't burn as much. That, that was the mentality. But it's a common mentality. Yeah, I mean, it you is. know, you yeah, think it's, I think they like, think they're protecting their skin, but you're like, no, you just pre damaged your skin <laughs> yes, for the real damage. Yes, yes. <laughs> you just opened it up for more damage. Exactly. But Congratulations. Like so many of my patients are like our age or even like a little bit older. You know, they're like, girl, we were laying out on the roof. Like yes, I've heard yes. stories of people using reflectors, getting up on the roof. Baby oil. Baby oil. The roof is a common one. Yeah. I don't know if that was like a thing back then. Well, it's like black roof, so they're just like. And they're they're a little bit higher to the sun. I'm just like hurting thinking. (laughs) They were doing the most on that skin. Oh, and they even had those little fold outs. Yeah, the reflectors. The reflectors Mm -hmm. so that they can get more, especially at their face it's like being in a pool with a reflection and a lot of people see my hand gestures here (laughs) you actually start they say like you actually start your aging process around like 25 years of age so it always makes me laugh a little bit when people like i tell people like oh i I just turned 30 and they're like oh well what do you get done i'm like well i've had botox well well did you just no i've been getting botox since i was like 25 yeah you know and they're like it's called prevention you're so young i'm like exactly i'm like that's That's why why. they don't realize you have to do it not everything and i haven't realized i've been doing it for 10 years myself yeah like i started in my early 30s yeah and i was like you have when people to. make comments yeah. i'm like well i'm in my 40s now but you're right it's called prevention yeah you know i don't look like yeah. i'm in my 40s my yeah. son will throw that out sometimes where he's like yeah mom i was an older lady and i'm like older like how and he'll be like in her 40s and i'm like hey i'm in my 40s and yeah. he's like but you don't look good and okay yeah. okay fine i'll let that one slide <laughs> yeah but it is it's prevention yeah. i mean it is. really knowing what Mm-hmm. the risk factors that are out there and what ages you yep. and then using the right things to prevent yes slow down yeah. taking the extra steps yeah. because if you don't it's like look all of these diseases that we talked about and there's so many more like you could talk yeah. about this for so days much. and hours yeah all of those are like things that could have happened to people that were also healthy and doing what they had exactly. to so it's like why not give yourself a better chance? Like with the exactly. whole even S. Yeah. I always say this with the whole SPF thing. I'm like you are still damaging your skin even with sunscreen on. Yes. Like it's oh. not a hundred percent protecting you. Right. So why wouldn't you give yourself at Just least a, a better start, extra protection, the better chance of oh, let me do this instead of yeah. like uh-huh. nothing at yes, all. Yes, I I met a new patient the other day, and um, his concern was kind of like his aging, his texture, pigmentation on his upper cheeks, but he had this one red spot on his nose, and mm-hmm. he's like. Yeah, I've had it lasered before, but nothing happened to it. And I said, well, I've treated another gentleman like that. And he had one red dot on his nose and it didn't go away. And I said, go get it checked, please. They had to dig and cut (gasps) out the tip of his nose. And so I'm telling this guy, like, go get yourself screened because he's like, yeah, I don't wear sunscreen. My dad and my grandpa all have had skin cancer issues. And I'm thinking, bro, like so many red flags. Well, that's like my spot right here on my face. I'm really doing myself a disservice. Like I have this spot. It's been Mm -hmm. dry. It's been crusty. Hasn't really gotten bigger, but it's been there for like five years. It doesn't really go Oh my God, you do need to get that checked. I mean, I need to go get it checked. Like I know for a fact Mm -hmm. my parents have had like skin, you know, cancer. My mom, like two years ago, had to get a big chunk removed off 
her arm. And I mean, it was just off from like being on her lymph nodes. Wow. Oh, so if it so had, the same, I mean, like, that was, that's you don't know how deep they nodes, run. Like, Cause you're luck. only seeing a tiny bit on the surface. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, it's very good to go get, you know, screened once a year, especially yeah. if it's already something that's, you know, from one family member to another. And get your scalp checked. Yes. Get, get your everything scalp checked. checked. Get yes. your scalp checked. Because I've heard so many crazy stories Me of people too. not realizing, especially if you live somewhere like where you are in the sun a lot. Mm-hmm. If you're just like, if you're bald, like if you just have more like yeah, exposure, like whatever it may be. Also, but, if you are bald, please put sunscreen on your head. Yes, yes please do. And, and your ears. Don't forget the back of your yeah. ears. Mm-hmm. And body checks like that are not for like older people. Like if you have skin, go get it checked. Like if you're outside a lot, if you've had bad sunburns, it's like why not? If you know it runs in your family, go go get just go get it checked. Yes, I know for sure. When in doubt. Check it out. That was a little, a little uh, PCA right there for you, you know, public yes. service announcements for yes. you. Yes. Please we do We will that. actually be selling shirts. I'm going <laughs> say, when in doubt, check it out. Check it out. Most yeah. definitely. We need yes. to. But D, you have one more story for us. Oh, yes, I do. I do. Oh, my God. I saved the best for last, yes. y'all. This is like, it's called Elastoderma, I which know. I think sounds so cool. It does. <laughs> um, We will actually, I think we should post the visuals of everything we talked about. We will. We'll do like a carousel because the way that this person is holding their skin stomach. Yeah, it's like a lot of just extra skin. So I'm sure from the name you can tell. But basically, it's just kind of like when some spots in the body take too much elastin, it creates way too much flexibility. So when you stretch your skin, it doesn't bounce back. Super stretchy. Super like if y'all were, it looks it's like, like Stretch Dull. Armstrong. Elastigirl. Elastigirl. Stretch yes. Armstrong. That's what I was just thinking about. But That's like, crazy. it looks like dough. Yeah. Like wow. pizza dough. Yes. So, and it's the overproduction of elastin. And they literally, yes. But they say that there's like, it's not exactly clear why it happens. No. It's just like, oh, your body's overproducing yeah. elastin. And <laughs> here's the result of that. You're literally super stretchy. And you, yeah. can you stop it? Like, no, I don't think you no. can. It's just what? kind of one of those things where you might have to go in often for your doctor to cut away loose skin. Wow. Um, if the condition often returns. So it's going to be one of those things where, like, it's not going to be, like, forever as long okay. as if you stretch. Like, it's happening, but you are prone in certain areas. Um, and it usually says you see it on the neck, arms, or legs, especially around the elbows and knees. Wow. Yeah, that in extra this picture, building though, up of skin. Okay, yeah. yeah, so the skin okay. just sags and folds. And it is not like doesn't bounce back and can appear like wrinkled. Is it isn't it crazy that how we all talk about how we want more elastin in our body? Yes. And this person's like <laughs> And this is I an overproduction. Yeah. Again, life <laughs> is telling why. you that medium is good. Like in the yes. middle it's is always good. Don't need to be right in the middle. You don't yes. need to be extreme. Like, There's no such thing as perfect. And don't try to strive for perfection. All I think skin. about is Austin Powers, fat bastard. Oh, and he lost all his weight. Yeah. yeah, and he was like talking about Subway. You know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, really the only cure for it is just like surgically. Like yeah. the removal the of the affected hand. skin, but it usually will return again after yeah. surgery, depending on the person and the overproduction of elastin will kind of tell how often they would have that much excess skin that they would have so, to go back and cut it so off. So wild. Wow. 
so crazy to think about. I'm like, um, and then most people who have this will usually also have like other symptoms like eczema, bacterial infections. Okay. Mm. So it's all like, you know, in the upper layer of the skin. Um, and usually people who have that also happen to, like they find whoever has elastoderma also happens to have these other things as well. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a residue uh-huh. of it. So it's almost like a flare-up. I yes. feel like too, because since there's that overproduction, <coughs> then they have all this extra loose skin and how you said there's fold and wrinkles present. Well, now in between these folds, I would say that's where you would kind of get rash. your rash. rash. Yes. Yes. It's hard to keep clean. Yeah. Now, some of the other symptoms it says- that skin buildup um, too. Mm-hmm. It's increased sensitivity to sound, like things you wouldn't even think about. What? To sound, taste, smell, or touch. <laughs> 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 like how crazy is that? that it's is just crazy. you just become more Sound. sensitive. Sound, what? taste, smell, or touch. Because I'm assuming wow. like your fat, you know, like all your little it's receptors. <laughs> it's just extra elastic. Well, no, your factors inside, like oh. like little like receptors yeah, or power yeah. sensors. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. that so looking for. Factors. Total body sensory is like thrown off. Yes. Interesting. It's like your lights are going off and it's kind of like, oh, Yeah, now. you're in a constant state of wee-woo-wee. Yeah, wee-woo. exactly. You could also get skin nodules, like skin papules, which could be painful. And I think also mm. maybe when your skin folds over like that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to cause. Yeah, because you'll have chafing. Yeah. yeah, sweat or chafing, and yeah. And the worst part, though, is the lack of recoil of the skin. Yeah, no bounce. Like that's back. what gets me. It's like one of the things you check off when you do skin consults. Like, how does like the bounce back of it? You know, and it's yeah. like, girl, I pull and it stays and out. It stays. <laughs> So they got it. I wonder if and how uncomfortable that must be. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't sound though like it's very common on the face. It's body. So it's parts. more like neck down, which I think is nice because it's like imagine not Hide being it. able to get a massage, like a yeah. face massage. Oh yeah, because like we, you know, yeah, yeah. we you really massage do work the in there. face dough. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think of. It's like my face dough. The face is like the dough, and we're just like, we're kneading it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are. We're kneading. That's it. That's the one of the movements actually, the yeah. kneading movement. Mm-hmm. So. I think that is honestly crazy to think about. And that's always one of those things where it's like, that's a very physical, you know, type of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you do? And depending on the area. And there's no explanation for it. Mm -mm. Like, why? So I know it's because of the cost of overproduction of elastin, but why are you overproducing elastin? What's causing that? Right. Mm -hmm. To cause this. Yeah. These are the See? questions that haunt See? us. Yeah, exactly. Do, 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 do. Oh, yes. <laughs> Today on Unexplained Skin Mysteries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Today on Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, that's Unsolved Skin Mysteries. Yes. Um, but yeah, these were some really, really good ones, you guys. Yeah. Like we said, there are a lot, so feel free to always kind of look into it, but these are the yeah. ones that we kind of found were very, like, yeah. interesting. And then also just from personal experiences, because... Yes, I mean, that's that silver story. I know. It's always stuck in my head and when I Kayla was like they up, look smurfy like <laughs> they did they do yeah I when mean, it popped up I, I was know like, Ashley Kayla. may hear this and like I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and say that now I love your grandparents but we all know like the very first time that I ever saw her grandmother which she's the sweetest lady but I I really like thought something was like kind of wrong. wrong yeah and I didn't want to ask like this is like our first like full Maybe. family get together uh-huh. we're still really getting to know like Ashley and her family of course now like we're all super close so like whatever yeah but at the time, I remember being like, like going up to my mom. And I'm like, mom, 
Because like her grandma was just sitting there in the chair and I'm like, is she alive? Like, yeah. I'm like, is she alive? Like, what's like, what's wrong? You know, it's like my mom's like, Kaylin. And I'm like, listen, I'm not even being rude. Like, this is why I'm asking you, like, what's yeah, going on? You're like, she's I'm like, actually no. concerned. They're like, no, she's really sweet. Like, just go talk to her. They're like, I was like, well, why is she, you know, why is she blue? Like, why is she that color? And, if you were a kid, and, the kid would have just been like, why are you blue? It's just yeah, silver. Exactly. But, you know, then once you know that, then it's almost like now I feel like we've got like x-men in the family because it's like they're older they have yeah. like all these you know still like really Super great like powers. health qualities you can just see like where it's played she's the out part. And I'm like doing cartwheels and hell shit. yeah like might as well be you know and For i'm real. like dude i'm like hey if you gotta be a little silver to like age great i'm like that's you know what i was gonna say to if it worked for her okay the side effects yeah. you have a tint of lavender yeah a little tint of lavender like it's an earl fine. gray blue it's yeah. fine yeah you I'm, actually, I, I am. Yeah. I know. I was I actually like that. kind we of. They literally are Earl Gray. Earl I, Gray. No, that is literally of. the color. They oh, are Earl Gray. I do love that. Yeah, shade. not quite blue, not purple. They're just, yeah. It's like that but gray blue type. It's just really. I mean, and then of course, like now you just kind of get used. Like I said, we've got X Men in the family, so yeah, we're just kind of totally. used to it now. But yeah, I had never in my life, you know, ever thought that that would change. The color. And yeah. I've heard about colloidal silver for like years. Like I've used it before. Like I said, I, mm -hmm. I, I had never so until now, honestly, like until we like talked about this. Styes in my eye for yeah. some reason. Like it's like the wind would blow and I get like a tiny particle and I'm saying, no, I have yeah, like a sty. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was either like saline solution to like flush it out. And then I had a friend one time was like, hey, you should try the, the silver like she's like it's gonna burn a little bit she's like but, love that like, feeling though you know she's like but it's almost <laughs> it's like, like those roto yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Roto like the rotos yes so good um but it really i mean it works so, so that's good to know, know too i didn't know they had silver eye drops yeah they, just they don't do it. don't do don't do it too much yeah <laughs> don't do it too much it's you don't really want just the drops i don't blue eyeballs it's just that can be cool though yeah the whole eyeball yeah i know speaking of a colored eyeball I something popped up on my phone on TikTok. Ugh, TikTok. Ugh. They were tattooing an eyeball a different color. People, okay. People need to stop. That's all. I know. Look at it. It hurts face. just to think I'm about like, this it. Is not even like FDA approved the ink. Yeah, is it? I'm like, what is are we it? doing, people? I don't know. Can you go blind from that? If That's I have I no idea. They weren't touching the whole like iris. They the were cornea, like the, the, the white. The, the white. They were tattooing the white before. of the eyeball. I have but like, seen that why? Before. Yeah, so bizarre. I mean, but that, see, there you go. People were bizarre. Can we just do like a whole eye contact? where this middle of it oh, is clear right. and only the outside of it is color so that way we maybe i feel like there's another option besides going yes. straight up to a neat like needle to the eye type you know let's yeah. think about this maybe we could figure something out i feel like it's definitely like a fetish yeah that's yeah. that point uh, yeah at that point it's probably you've had you maybe have tatted everything that's and like you're body like i'm out of space what we do i do, do next? body modification at some point right yeah, yeah. Like, right, I feel like we are Botox, I mean, fillers. Yeah, like, I mean, hello, like I'm in the middle of a chemical peel. Exactly. That's like, modification right there. There's it. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, you know what? Maybe that would be, like, at some point a fun just little side note like topic to talk on is just like different body Tattoos? modifications oh, yeah yeah that's that point i mean idea, i know we're Kayla. here to like talk about skin yeah. but like i always think that well, that's no, just we an interesting do it all, I feel like, like yeah. why not you know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i think that's a good idea because yeah, we'll it's definitely true have 
some fun topics coming up for you guys. There is different yeah. body modifications. And too, always like, you know, message us on Instagram. Yeah. Leave your little yes. inquiries, you know, you're Questions. curious about stuff or whatever. Things yeah. that you'd like to know more about. Yeah, like definitely. we really want to do this for you guys. And then we enjoy it. We this is fun for us. Yes. Yeah. Again, around. we like to research and, you know, yes. find what's out there. Oh, and, there's any yeah. diseases that you know of or like yeah. close family and friends that yeah. you want to tell us about. Yeah. I would love totally to like hear. to tell your stories yeah. too. Please most engage any yeah. way you can. We love it. Oh, and this yeah. was like the perfect way to end our little Also, shout month. out again to all of our listeners that are like in other yes. countries thank you for coming and back overseas again and, again. and everybody that's just <laughs> here in general mm-hmm. um, but pretty cool that we've got some like global listeners so that's really hey do we we do Let we me. have some global listeners so thank you for everybody that listens in general yes. that is it's so been a fun awesome month. oh my yeah. god it has been a fun month I think this month was the perfect start because Halloween kicks off the holiday so now it's like yes. November Thanksgiving Yes. Oh, the new year. Christmas. Yes. Guys, we have 193 downloads. All oh, right. Yeah. All right. I, we should do like every na- every episode. Three downloads check. yesterday. All right. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. We love you. Thanks gonna- for listening, yes. guys. Really, really. I mean, this is, I mean, I enjoy this. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy it yes. as well. It's awesome. And it will just keep bringing us back again and again because Really, we're doing it for you guys out there. Yeah. And it's just fun. I love to talk about stuff like yeah. this. Yeah, and like it gives us a chance to like grow and learn and spoil, and we get to spend yeah. time together for us. So yeah, little, we're little podcast babies yeah. here. We really are. We're just we are. starting off in the little world of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> but so. I do love that idea. So I think that should be our next episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like body modifications, modifications yeah. and like yeah. different things that people do. do yeah, for sure. I'm totally down for that. Cool. One. So cool. catch yeah. us next month yeah technically because now it's basically the end of the month it'll be next month in like two days yeah (laughs) and happy halloween happy Happy halloween Halloween. guys we'll catch you all next year enjoy all your little tricks and treats you know and be safe out there for sure and stay kind i'm just gonna (laughs) and rewind reapply that sunscreen (laughs) even in october stay kind and reapply yeah stay kind that's the next shirt (laughs) that is the next shirt guys well we are esthetician edition yes Yes. so until next time we'll catch you soon we'll see you soon thanks guys Bye. bye